Well, it's not often that big innovations happen in the RV industry, but one RV manufacturer thinks they've done just that. Keystone RVs is introducing the new Arcadia line. And on this episode of the RV Miles podcast, a special sneak peek. RV Miles is sponsored by L.L. Bean, your source for ready-for-anything outerwear this winter. L.L. Bean outerwear is packed with the most advanced materials and innovations, from high-performance jackets with NASA-developed technology to versatile fleece that layers with anything. When it comes to outdoor comfort, they've got you covered. Visit LLBean.com to find a store or shop now. L.L. Bean, be an outsider. Welcome to episode 178 of the RV Miles podcast. I'm Jason. This is a special midweek episode. We've never done something like this, but uh, we wanted to catch up a little bit for missing an episode over the Christmas break, but also something uh, interesting has happened. I released a video on YouTube the other day that was uh, sort of showing this teaser video from Keystone RV Company. They released a teaser of their new Arcadia line. It's a brand new line of RVs coming from Keystone RV Company. Brand new line of fifth wheels. Keystone liked the video and reached out to me and invited me to come see it at the Tampa RV Show where it is being released as we speak, Wednesday, January 13th. I wasn't able to do that, but I was able to finagle an advanced interview with president and CEO of Keystone RV company, Jeff Runnels. And Jeff is going to talk about all the details of this new Arcadia line, which I think you're going to find really interesting. It's been billed as a big change, a new innovation in fifth wheels. And when you look at it, I think... I personally feel it looks unique and interesting. It is not going to blow your mind out of the water from the outside. It is not something futuristic uh, or totally radical, but it is a unique design. It's a design that looks almost automotive. It has a style to it. It has a body line to it. And on this episode, you're going to hear all the details from Jeff Runnels about what makes Arcadia a special and new type of fifth wheel. Jeff, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. So I, I'm very excited about this. So I released this teaser video uh, that you guys put out about the Arcadia the other day on YouTube, and uh, and I picked some things out of it. Um, but you gave very, very few details. And uh, a lot of the people watching sort of picked some things out as well. But uh, you guys are, are working on releasing a, a, a new concept in, in fifth wheel design. And... You've done an excellent job of teasing it, but you're here to give us some of the actual details about what the new Arcadia is all about. Yeah, well, I appreciate the opportunity. It's been, um, you mentioned in your video the other day that uh, everybody's been sworn to secrecy, and it is always difficult to keep a secret in this industry because it's a small community, probably much smaller than most people realize, but we, we've appreciated everybody's um, everybody's ability to keep a secret. And it's been tough because we re we've only had each other to kind of um, talk with this about. So um, we're getting close now. It's exciting. And, and we want to talk about it as much as we can. So, Well, you've been building this product now for a while, right? And there have been delays because of COVID. But you've got 
people on the manufacturing line to keep quiet as well. We actually started building um, some parts and pieces from this unit. I would say about a year ago, uh, probably actually started in engineering's world. We have uh, our head of engineering has actually had a concept um, based on this for a couple of years. And so he had, he had been toying with this notion and we don't, we don't, come out with a new product line every year just for fun. I mean, we've been very patient and we're very careful about what we do. In fact, our, our founder, Cole Davis, was one of the things he used to say is we when when we come out with a product line, um, we we do it because there's a need in the market. And so um, we're, we're very proud of all of our products. But over the last couple of years, we've noticed that um, uh, there's a new buyer out there and uh, there are um, they've got a, a lot of little nuances to them. They're they're fairly discerning, um, but we felt like uh, because we were kind of born into that fifth wheel world, um, we've we felt like there was a better way to do it. And so we didn't want to waste any time. We we thought, you know what, let's do it. Let's do it right. We knew it was going to be a process. COVID, as you mentioned, um, has thrown us a number of curveballs. Uh, our vendor partners have been great. We've asked them to develop a lot of very specific parts and pieces for this unit. And so now finally, after I would say a year of really working diligently and putting different parts and pieces through different plants um, all around Keystone to try to keep it as quiet as, as possible, but test as many of the little concepts as we could, um, we're finally here. You say that Arcadia is a new concept in fifth wheel design. What are some of the struggles with designing a, a fifth wheel and what, what has sort of uh, kept things stagnant until now? Well, it's, uh, I'll tell you what, vehicles are, are where most people start. I mean, if you're going to tow and you're going to go out and you're going to go from place to place, even if you're going to stay in an area for a week, two weeks, months at a time, you have to be able to move that, that you know, unit around. And so we could put a lot of cool stuff into RVs and we can do a lot of different things. But if it doesn't fit the truck or if it doesn't fit the customer's lifestyle, um, then it really doesn't do any, any good. We've had a lot of cool ideas over the years that we've tried and we thought, man, this is, this is going to be it. But it, it just it didn't take because it didn't work for the customer. It was a really cool idea, but it wasn't functional or it was very functional, but they couldn't tow it. And so... With this concept, with Arcadia, we started from the frame. We, we said we're going to work from, literally, actually, we started with the suspension, and we worked all the way up. And so every single section of this coach has something very unique. In some cases, it's patented by Keystone. It will be specific to us. And that's kind of why we called it a concept. Our, our thought was we want to, we believe we've done something that will um, change the way we build fifth wheels. Um, so we want to start slowly and methodically and make sure that, um, it is what we think it is, but uh, it's exciting. Let's get down to the nuts and bolts. What, so you say, and from the the ten minutes I've had with the actual details about this this unit before we've talked, um, it seems to me like like as you said, the frame and the chassis is is really where the rubber meets the road with this, where um, where this is something different. Uh, what have you done to make the chassis different than other fifth wheel chassis? 60 plus percent of the market, you know, involves a, a half ton truck or a three quarter ton truck, if not more. Um, and that changes from year to year, but uh, they're, they're the most driven vehicles out there on the road. So coming up with a fifth wheel that fits the largest segment of vehicles and therefore probably the largest se segment of, of the population is, is what we really wanted to look at. But we wanted to fit a lot of things into this coach that um, we, we probably couldn't have otherwise. And so that always starts with you know, the, the heating, the cooling, 
um, the suspension, as we talked about, um, and the electrical. And so this, this new frame, is we're, we're calling it the um, NGC2 frame, um, is, is actually built around a crawl space concept. And so um, you will see that all of our ducting, all of our electrical, all of our water lines in this coach run through a cavity that is built specifically to house all of that equipment and only that equipment. So we don't have to run our water lines willy-nilly through every cross member. We don't have to stop our ducting um, and use a, a foil dryer duct and move around a, um, a slide-out ram or some electrical. We don't have to do any of that. It opens up a world of possibilities. So it's like, uh, from from what I understand from um, from what I've been sent, is that there, there's sort of a channel in the middle of the bottom of the chassis for all of that stuff to go through. And then the, is, the chassis is sort of arched towards the road, almost like the, the hull of a boat. So we, we've created this crawl space, this channel through the, the top of the frame. And so most, let's, let's start with the midsection. So like I said, we want to be a three-quarter ton with this Arcadia uh, and a half ton. And so that means we're primarily going to be working with 10 and 8-inch I-beams. So the very first thing we did was we dropped all of our cross members by about two and a half inches. And we created a, an arc like you had just talked about underneath that chassis so that we didn't lose a lot of space for valuable, you know, holding tank space. Um, but we also, you know, we dropped all the slide-out rams. So we, we have a completely clear span on the top. Um, section of that chassis where we can run freely. And again, so now when you're talking about water lines, you know, whereas before you might have had to, to put two or three connections in to get to where you want to be, you don't have that. You can bend them. Uh, you don't have to necessarily put a connection in there. And as we all know, as RVers, the fewer connections and, and the fewer stops and starts you have in anything, whether it's water, electrical or heating and cooling, the better off and the more efficient you are. I would imagine that uh, that would help you insulate ducting and water lines as well a little bit better too. Yes. Yeah, so that, that was the second part to this. So in that cavity that we've created, we run um, a, a thinner section of black foam insulation. that's very similar. It's the same material that we run in our sidewalls. So we lay it down across the cross members. We build it out up against the I-beam um, and we put it at the back in the front of the chassis and then we use our hyperdeck floor on this Arcadia, which we came out with a little over a year ago, which is our, our non-organic composite floor. Again, black foam insulation. And we put that down over the crawl space. So what you end up with is 360 degrees of, um, of really insulated cavity there. Um, so all of those, those, those components we just talked about are completely enclosed and completely heated. So a lot of this is about making sounds like the manufacturing process a, a little bit better allow you to have more options as a manufacturer to decide where things go and and be a little bit more efficient but how does that help the customer what is what is the what is the end goal in in making the customer uh, you know get a better product well as you were talking about you know our innovation lab one of the things our, our innovation lab and our engineers have tackled over the last several years or where are the where are the the difficulties for um, customers, where are the service issues, where are the concerns? And so uh, those three spots that we just talked about, electrical, um, where we started with our, our unified wiring um, schematic uh, a couple of years ago, um, plumbing, you know, you, you always talk about water leaks in, in RVs and, and you want to limit, again, the, the number of connections, um, and then ducting. The longer units get, and of course these days our units are getting longer and longer, 
um, the more difficult it is to get direct ducts or get efficient ducts to everywhere in the coach. And so we've been watching that. We watch a lot of that feedback come in. And in a fifth wheel, you know, that's even more difficult because, you know, you have an upper deck and a lower deck. So this was all about efficiency, not just for production. Um, in fact, we had a lot of a lot of our team in production at first because it's new, it's different. They've never seen it, um, that they were a little skeptical about how it would actually benefit them. Uh, but what, what we found and what we believe is it does. But where it really benefits us and the customer is when you're down in your main deck, um, we, we believe in, in, in floor ducting because we don't want to put our ducts in cabinets. The other thing that we're talking about, and you'll hear us talk a lot about in Arcadia, is storage space. We want to create as much storage space as possible. That's the king. That's what you really want, especially for those buyers who have camped before. So we don't want to put our ducts in, in islands. We don't want to put them in cabinets. It also, if you do that, you have to use that foil ducting. You, you almost always have to use that somewhere in a coach, but the more you can limit that, uh, the more effective and efficient your ducts are going to be because you don't have that the cavity. If it doesn't get pulled tight, you don't have as you don't have those bends that you would have to contend with with the foil duct. So the real benefit is in efficiency. And a lot of us in in the RV industry use the same components, and you're you're going to be limited in how much you can get out of those components. So if you're using a standard furnace, depending on the size, there's only so much you're going to get out of that furnace. We want to make sure the components we're putting in the coaches are as efficient as efficient as possible to get the most out of those components. And that's a that's another big thing that this chassis does. Let's uh, talk about some of the um, some of the features. It sounds like this coach is something that is for a little bit more experienced RVer, somebody that wants to get out there and boondock a, a decent amount, um, somebody that is interested in some cold weather camping. What what are some of the details about things like uh, uh, tank sizes and, uh, and uh, water storage and all that? So the last several years, we've heard a lot more about boondocking, uh, a lot more about solar, a lot more about fresh water. And, and over the years, you know, we've been really focused on we want to try to get as much gray and as much black uh, water capacity into the coaches. Um, but, you know, not as many people travel with fresh water. And recently we've been hearing more and more about, you know, finding that fresh water source. So this coach is still set up um, to really max out our, our gray and our black water. But um, for our three quarter ton unit for this one that we'll have in, in Tampa, the 3660, we have 112 gallons of fresh water storage in this coach. Wow. And again, on a three quarter ton unit, uh, what some of the industry calls mid profile, uh, that's more than than we've ever seen in the industry. And that was our goal, because one of the other things that we're going to offer on this unit is um, we're going to offer a really robust solar package. You'd be amazed at how many people call us and say, hey, can I do this with my coach or can I add that? And we've offered a lot of really good solar packages or, or um, options over the years. Our Montana group offers the solar flex package, which is great. Um, you don't have to do a lot with it and it's expandable. But it's, you know, it's it's a, a very high-end system. So because this is a, a three-quarter ton, again, and half ton, we wanted to try to come up with a solar, uh, a solar option where you didn't have to have a power management system, um, where you could expand it, but you didn't have to do anything where you took your coach apart. So we'll offer a full solar option. It will come standard with one lithium-ion battery. It will, it will be set up so that you can add a second. Um, it will come standard so that you can run five outlets, three on the inside, two on the outside. Um, you'll be able to run a soft start AC. You'll be able to run your appliances inside. Um, now, some of that will be dependent on where you're at and the charge rate, um, but it will also be it will also feature software that will tell you everything. It's a very in, uh, intuitive software. 
we wanted to make it simple. So if you order this package, you'll be ready to go and you can expand it without having to break into your electrical, um, change anything in your coach. This coach will be ready to ready to run. And we believe because we're going to do it, we've, we've partnered with, um, with one of the best in the industry that um, it will save the customer money as well. When I look at that teaser video and, and some of the images that I was just able to see just before we started talking, you've made a lot of innovations in terms of uh, structure and that structure has allowed you things like that additional tank capacity and, and all that. But you've also really focused quite a bit on interior design in this unit. And I think I think that's great because a lot of a lot of times there are new innovations in a technology or something. It doesn't does it cross over into the other part? There's not the advancement in interior design. It's really beautiful inside. Talk to me about the process of of making that happen and what were some of the decisions made in order to make something that has the functionality that that people who are heavy RVers need um, while still making something that that looks really classy. Well, again, we started with function, but we had form in mind. So we have a we have a decor department that is, I think, second to none. We involved a lot of folks from Keystone. In fact, as we were as we were protoing decors, we started decors first. Actually, as we were as we were prepping the chassis and as we were working through engineering, we started doing decors because we knew that the industry was it needed something new. It needs something fresh. And we've seen a lot of lighter coaches over the last couple of years. I think people are always scareder to add light, even, you know, white cabinets, because um, uh, folks may have it in their house, but they don't always feel comfortable camping with it. But that's certainly changed. So we have a two-tone interior. It's got a quarter sawn um, oak look to some of the cabinets, and we've got a white interior. Um, but it's all uh, it's all in that sheen finish that all of the cabinetry is washable. It is all you know solid wood cabinetry. That's going to be a lot like what you find in your house. And then we rolled that over into the the furniture as well. We had a special furniture design. It's a tufted leather um, furniture that's based on a residential sofa out there that we brought down so that we could put a trifold sofa. But instead of doing a 78-inch or an 84-inch um, trifold, we did a 96-inch trifold because we've got a lot of people say, hey, I want a king bed on my, on my fold-out sofa as well. So we're trying to fill that space. We're trying to give a little bit more flexibility with um, seating area. We think that'll come in handy when we get into the bunks because sometimes when you start to add more sleeping, you lose that seating capacity. So, But it took a lot of involvement. We had folks from all over the company with eyes on this thing. And when we tried several of them before we landed on this. I think a lot of us just want to be able to lay down on the couch. (laughs) That's always the struggle. In an Arcadia, you've got a sofa that fills the entire back end. And, um, but you know, it wasn't, you know, just, um, the other part of this is where you spend money. I mean, I think people get manufacturers in particular, we, we start looking on, Hey, we want to save money here. Um, but if you ask the customer, look, I, I'd like a countertop that holds up. So we, in, in our three quarter ton, we have a solid surface in the bathroom. We have a one piece, you know, fiberglass shower in the, in the bathroom and it's a large shower. Um, we did a, a residential, um, Serta mattress in this and it's a California King. We've got a lot of people saying, Hey, I'm first of all, RV Kings for the most part, aren't Kings. Um, I can't even get sheets. 
So, so we were aware of that. So we put a standard California King in this wow. so that you can get sheets right off the shelf. Um, and we added some space. Our chassis also allowed us to add some space to that bedroom. So we went as residential as we could. And, and our mantra became, as we were creating this thing, you know what, we want an automotive finish on the outside. And we want a residential finish on the inside because that's what we're sandwiched in between. And that's the tough thing for people to understand who haven't been in the RV industry you know, they've got a car and, and they use it every single day and they expect it to hold up and they expect certain things out of it. And the same thing with their house. And so you sandwich those two things together and that's what we're building every day. And so you've got to make sure that it it's lasting, um, but it's also comfortable and it's got the form that people want. So um, that's what our mantra became. I mean, something, in, and I'm sorry to ramble, but something that was really exciting as we were developing the outside, obviously you'd pointed out, we did a large pass-through storage. This is on average, it's about two inches wider than most of the other um, three-quarter ton towable units outside storage um, areas, which doesn't sound like a lot. But the other part of that is we use the same size door on both sides because we eliminated all the plumbing. You won't see any wiring. You won't see any plumbing. You won't see any electric running through our storage. It looks like the trunk of your car. And to this point in RVs, you look through 95% of pass-through storages out there, you'll see the floor joists up above. You'll see uh, a black tank running through it. So we've eliminated all of that in Arcadia and that's a first. Um, so when you look in, it'll look like the trunk of your car. It's a heated pass-through storage, same size door on both sides. Um, so you can put just about anything you want in it. And if it shifts around, you can get it on the other side. And if you don't want it to shift around, we put D-rings in the floor. Outdoor enthusiasts of all stripes will enjoy Pelican gear on their adventures. Hard-sided Pelican Elite coolers are all made in America and are available in a wide number of sizes. Get a 20-quart for short day trips, a 50-quart for week-long adventures, or a wheeled 45-quart to keep the fun rolling along. Pelican backs all their hard-sided coolers with a lifetime warranty, too. RV Miles listeners can get a free day venture tumbler when they visit EliteCooler.com slash RV Miles and spend over $100. You uh, you mentioned floor plans. What are some of the, you know, rough idea of the the floor plans and and lengths that are going to be available in this? So the first two that we'll debut at Tampa, um, the first one is the is we're calling the thirty six sixty. It's a, it's a mid entry rear sofa um, off door entertainment, which is it's probably the best selling overall floor plan in the industry. We've tweaked a couple of things. You'll notice um, our island part of that form. Um, we've built a workstation into the island. So that butcher block that you saw in the teaser, it's a true butcher block workstation that will flip up off the island. You can sit there. There are outlets. You can pull a chair around and, and you can work. But you don't have to take your dining room table area for it or you can face the TV with it. So we've, we've taken a floor plan that everybody in the industry does and we've tried to make it better. Um, that floor plan will also feature a full walk-in closet. So on a mid-profile, that hasn't existed to this point. Um, and we were able to do that because with our, our new um, chassis, we also added the new Rhino frame that Lippert's been working on in the upper deck. It hadn't been involved in a mid-pro yet, so we took it. Um, we helped uh, develop it. So it is max turn. You caught that in your, <laughs> in your analysis of the video as well. Uh, it is max turn, but that cap is very different than anything else in the industry because we raised our furthest out point from, from the hitch almost all the way up to the top. So that when you walk in that bedroom using that Lippert Rhino upper deck, you can walk into that closet. You'll notice in an Arcadia, we have a residential front wall, two doors that open. You can walk into the closet. So your hang, your hanging rod is actually up at almost face level instead of down at belt level. Um, 
And then that does something else that's huge for us um, and for for customers. You can do a stackable washer dryer in the front of a mid-profile fifth wheel, which that's another first. Folks that are uh, they're watching the video version of this, I'm throwing up images that I have not seen as I'm interviewing you, Jeff. So, okay. so, so they're seeing them for the first time. Um, but for folks that are uh, folks that are listening on the podcast, the the look of the Arcadia on the outside um, has really unique profile of sort of a high arch and as you mentioned that front cap is sort of it's almost an aggressive aerodynamic look it it doesn't look too radically different from your average fifth wheel this is not like some space age totally different thing but uh it it looks a little bit more sleek a little bit more more modern and uh aerodynamic and i think it'll look really good behind a nice truck <laughs> going down the road Appreciate that. We, we, we again form and function sometimes battle each other but we wanted that function of that interior we wanted that closet space again storage was when we got inside and we talked about residential storage was one of the next sound bites that you know we kept hearing from from customers but we kept talking about so getting that big front um closet um we've got a, a small chest of drawers up in the closet you know we've, we've still got storage in the bedroom uh, we've got, we put two ex, uh, extra large storage drawers under the bed. And that was something else unique about the Arcadia. We actually fixed the bed base. So the slide out, you noticed seemed a little smaller on the outside yeah. that allowed us to do a couple of things. Those slide outs for the most part on, um, shorter coaches are head knockers when you walk around the other side. Oh, yeah. So that raised that up almost 18 inches for us. So it's got six foot six inch head height under that slide out on, on even ground. So you can walk all the way around that coach, depending on how tall you are. You can get into your pass-through storage very easily on that side. Um, and it also allowed us not to have to cut that sidewall. You'll notice most fifth wheels out there have an expansion gap in that off-door side where there's a slide out. Um, because there's just not enough real estate under that slide out for that not to to move and crack over time. And on Arcadia, we don't have to do that because we fixed that bed base. I, I don't own a fifth wheel and I've still cracked my head many times <laughs> <laughs> on those slides. Uh, and the slides in general, they look they look uh, decently insulated as well, right? This We fully laminated this coach. Um, in the past, we've done a lot of cable slides and we've done a lot of um, hung sidewalls um, for a number of reasons. Um, this is a fully laminated coach. So your floor, all of your sidewalls, your slide out end walls are all laminated. Um, it, it allowed us to do some different things, um, in the, in the slide outs, but it also gives us a little bit more flexibility with size of slide using, using ramp slides in the main section of the coach. And so you'll see that our slides are a little bit wider than, um, some of our competitors and also a little bit taller. With the ability to sort of maximize storage space and, you know, additional water carrying and all that sort of stuff. Have you been able to keep the the cargo capacity decent? Yes. So one of the other parts of that pass-through storage that, that you will notice is um, the, the reason we were able to use the same size uh, door on both sides of that is because we took the convenience center that a lot of fifth wheels use these days and we moved it. So our convenience center has got its own standalone compartment, like a lot of the higher end units out there where you can access your cable, your satellite, your dump valves. Um, we do have an easy winterizing valve in there. So everything is accessed, but it's outside of your pass-through storage um, because you need that for storage. So we have maxed out our exterior storage. We've maxed out our interior storage. Um, and as far as we've researched, 
um, we should end up with for our class more more exterior storage than anybody in the, the three quarter ton space. It's it's something that we've been shopping quite a bit for fifth wheels recently, and that's something that we're paying a lot of attention to. Is those mid profile fifth wheels storage can be a, a, a challenge, even <laughs> even for us going up to a bigger size rig than what we have now. So uh, that's fantastic. It's, I'm glad you noticed that and you had asked about us. Our second floor plan is actually a half ton unit. And um, so we, in a lot of a lot of half tons, that's where you start to really sacrifice, isn't that yeah. outside storage? So, so in our half ton, our first floor plan will be unique to the industry. It will be a first of its kind. Um, it will have a sectional sofa in it, a truly sectional sofa, not one that is a, a chaise coming out of a slide out, but a sectional sofa. So that meant that we had to move some other things around. And um, you're right, storage space becomes one of those things that usually gets bumped off. So not having that convenience center in the pass-through storage, but located just behind it helped us because though that pass-through shrunk, we still picked up um, pass-through over most other half tons because it's not that, that convenience, all that water, all the water lines and all the electrical aren't there in that pass-through storage to take up room. When it comes to RV travel, weather safety is a top priority, which is why the Highway Weather app provides weather forecasts for road trips along every point of your route, adjusted to your time of travel. You can compare forecasts, get recommendations for the best time to head out, get severe weather alerts, add rest stops to long trips, and more. Did I mention all of that is included free in the app? For subscribers, there's a hands-free background feature to automatically alert you to upcoming bad weather. To download the app, visit highwayweather.io today or look for it in your iOS or Android app store. The Arcadia is going to be debuted here as I'm releasing this uh, this episode at the Tampa RV Show today as this is coming out. When is it available and when it's going to be shipping to dealer lots? So we will have units uh, probably shipping this week during Tampa. Um, they'll hit uh, the first select dealers across the nation. And um, so by the end of January, hopefully in, in um, most of the markets out there, you'll, you'll know who we've selected and you'll be able to see them in, in many markets. By February, we'll have um, regular production of the first two floor plans. And um, I would say by probably March or April, we'll be underway with our first five floor plans. That's awesome. If I could put you on the, the spot really quickly, because I get lots of questions about the industry backlog. Where is Keystone in terms of, you know, being back on track to uh, restocking dealer inventory in general and getting units out there? I would say that uh, we're back on track. I, I think the industry is really fortunate and uh, in a really tough spot all at the same time. And so making sure that our folks are, are doing well and making sure our suppliers can supply without doing um, anything too silly has been uh, difficult, but smart. So I would say that we came back this year feeling like we're in a really good spot. And I would say over the next three months, folks who are going to lots will notice that um, there's a decent amount of inventory to look at again. Certainly not what's been there the last couple of years, but um, better than it would have been the last three or four months if they uh, if they were looking towards the end of the year. Well, Jeff, thank you so much for coming on the podcast and sharing us the information about the Arcadia. I'm really interested in getting inside one and taking a look at at all the nuts and bolts. It's a, it's an exciting time. Well, I'd love to get your feedback. If you're able to get to one at some point here soon, uh, I'd love to hear how you, how you feel or what you think. I will be. The second the second I find one near me, I'll, I'll be going to take a tour. Awesome. I appreciate it. Appreciate the time. 
<laughs> Thanks a lot. Thanks. Thanks for checking out this look at the Keystone Arcadia, which is available now. If you're down at the Tampa show, you can check them out there. They've been manufacturing them for months and have been just sort of delaying this release because of COVID, but now it's available and you should be able to head to dealers soon and order one if that's what you're interested in. I hope to see you next time and keep logging those RV miles. Thank you.